It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka. Let me get a side of uh, let me get a side of turkey with that with that potato. <laughs> aka. Who keep who keep filling on my pants? <laughs> aka um sickum torgal aka dokomaki tiger dropper aka the nigga left mast bringing you yet another episode of switch your sights episode 178 um yeah and anything interesting, notable happening. Uh, I guess somebody won the uh, the Powerball in L.A. yet again. I think it's been like a lot of people that, that have won. I, I probably should have spun my luck, but alas, I did not. I did not. I was not the chosen one. But man, I would have liked to be, that's for sure. Um, What else? Oh, yeah. Uh. Shouts out to everybody, um, <laughs> man, the brave souls that are uh, doing the Barbenheimer, <laughs> um, the Barbenheimer uh, special double feature. Uh, I think the movie probably early screens are tonight, I believe. Um, so, yeah, just going through a three hour movie. And then what what is Barbie? What's Barbie's? Uh, what is Barbie's? Runtime. One hour and fifty four minutes. Goodness. That's like five hours. That's a five hour commitment. Oh my God. Man. No thank you. I was I was I was considering it, but I don't know. I'm not really I'm not too uh I don't know thrilled to 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 watch Oppenheimer. Barbie, I I'll, I'll, I'm probably slightly more interested but both movies just is not enough for me to, uh, you know, want to commit fully, but, uh, more power than everybody is, is, uh, you know, going to see Barbie going to be, you know, <laughs> I, I'm curious which way people are going. Are they, I assume most people are going to watch Oppenheimer first and then go to Barbie <laughs> to kind of, you know, add some levity after probably the, the pretty obvious apparent uh, spoiler at the end of uh, uh, Oppenheimer, but again, I I am a fan of these uh these weird crossovers, <laughs> these weird like fan cross promotion type uh type things. Um, hopefully, you know more people actually probably capitalize it to some extent. Um, obviously, previously, uh, Doom, Doom Eternal, and Animal Crossing was a fun, fun example of that. So I'm all for that. Totally two total opposites, polar opposite, uh, genre movies, games, what have you. I think that's a smart approach. If, uh, you know, some people actually, you know, you know, catch on that's, uh, Hey, uh, that, that feels like a pro marketing tip. I, I would assume, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, it seems very, 
you know, playing your cards right, you might get a royal flush. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But other than that, uh, have a good episode for you. Uh, I, I feel like I can't say this week anymore cause like I don't do this weekly anymore. So we have a good episode. I'm gonna just say that. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say that. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, Hmm. Yeah. So without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Shall we? Um, damn it. I forgot to open up my particular tabs. Excuse me. It'll just be a moment. Just be, just be, uh, but, but, but ever, ever a moment. Ever, ever so gently, um, ever so calmly a moment. Um, a moment. Oh, shouts out to Final Fantasy 16. Um, just a mo, just a mo. That's, that's part of my vernacular now after hearing it from so many people. We'll dive in. <laughs> we'll dive into that a bit later. Just a mo. Just a mo. Just a mo. Okay. Yeah, so Evo 2023, uh, I believe registration closed. Um, what, uh, July 12th? I want to say. I believe it was July 12th. But uh, nonetheless, uh, registration closed. And boy, oh boy, um, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people uh, registered. Uh, this is the, the highest um, recorded uh, registered players for Evo in history, which is pretty dope. Um, and obviously the biggest one proponent of that is Street Fighter six, of course, with 7,061 players um, that signed up, um, which is a, I mean, Street Fighter six is doing his thing. And in terms of approachability, I mean, I think that's, that's cl- a clearly an indication of, you know, the accessibility and um, yeah, I'd say more, more, more than anything, the accessibility that street fighter six is getting a lot of players to, um, you know, maybe that wouldn't otherwise actually like, you know what? Hey, you know what? It's time for street fighter six. And you never know. I think, uh, I, I, my, my theory is that a big proponent of that is I think the modern control, um, implementation of the game. I think that's actually, um, bringing in a lot of players, uh, a lot of players that otherwise would not have, uh, you know, uh, joined this bracket, I feel, um, which I'm, I'm very curious to see how that's going to play out at Evo, um, to see like if we actually might get a, uh, modern, <laughs> a modern, uh, player in a uh, top six, that's uh, so messed up. It's not top, top eight anymore, but I digress. Um, yeah, that's going to be fascinating to see if like <laughs> there's actually a player 
um, a player at uh, in in top six that that with with modern controls. That's that's going to be fascinating to watch. I that's that's probably my biggest curiosity when it comes to uh, to Evo specifically in regards to Street Fighter Six. If uh, will we get how will modern players stack against uh, classic players? Just I think that's going to be really the ultimate test. Uh, I guess there has been, there have been a couple miscellaneous, a couple miscellaneous, um, street fighter events previously, but I think this technically is the most accessible one. And obviously like, you know, Joe Schmo from, from, uh, down the street can actually join and, you know, you don't have to be like a pre-existing, um, player or, you know, pre-existing pro player. Um, pro sponsor player or whatever. So that's going to be very interesting. So I'm very, I'm very locked in for this year's Evo to see, uh, see how, 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 <laughs> how, uh, pools and, and everything, uh, turns out. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Part of me kind of wanted to go, but, uh, I, I, I was tempted to go to street fire six, but, uh, I don't know, maybe sometime next year. I don't know. I feel like I was, I was not ready. I wasn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't ready. Um, next number two, guilty gear strive, which is actually pretty surprising. 2,481 players. Um, I think that's very much a solid game in of itself. Uh, having not played uh, uh, a whole lot, but at least a good amount to kind of get that idea there. Uh, number three, Tekken seven, 1,580, uh, players. I probably, if, if, if anything, yeah, it would have been street fighter six and Tekken seven is probably the, the, the games I definitely would have went for if I did, uh, another fairly decent surprise, uh, for ultimate, uh, Marvelous Capcom three, 1,346 players. Um, that's actually pretty impressive considering that, but I think also a lot of players, uh, previous players, of this game yearning for, um, uh, MVC to come back, I think is also, I assume factors in there. Dragon Ball fighters, eight, 838 people at five, fifth King of fighters, 15 at the very odd, uh, uh, six, 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 666 players. Oh man. That's, 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 that's just, that's, uh, foreboding. Um, I don't know. Uh, number seven, multi blood type Lumina, uh, 554. And at last, uh, number eight, mortal Kombat 11 ultimate 449 Damn, Yeah. Mortal Kombat is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like mortal Kombat is like very surprisingly, very niche to a, to an extent. Well, I think also just you know, Mortal Kombat one on its way. I think maybe people have kind of dropped out to that extent. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe just people aren't sticking with the, the game as a whole. Um, maybe just doesn't seem to have longevity. I don't know. I do not know, but there you go. All of the entrants for Evo 2023. Um, Man, that is pretty dope. Uh, what's even fascinating, uh, most inner games by country. So of course, uh, uh, with Evo, you have a lot of people from around the world coming to 
Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay uh, coming to play. Uh, yeah, the most intergame uh, pretty much f- everywhere. Canada, Japan, Mexico, the UK, Chile, uh, France, Puerto Rico, Brazil, Spain, South Korea, all Street Fighter 6 as the, the most entered game. Wow. I'm curious if maybe the, I was going to suspect if that one prize pool of like a million dollars, but I think that transpired already, or maybe it's still upcoming. I forgot. Um, I assume it already happened, but nonetheless, I was going to say maybe that's my theory. Um, or if it was at Evo, but I doubt it's at Evo. I think they would just have their, their own thing, but wow, that's impressive. That's very impressive. Go ahead. Street Fighter six. You deserve it. Actually, we'll get into that a little bit later, but man, wow. Look at fighting games. Look at us. Look at us. Uh, moving on. Uh, Black Panther game, um, is in development. Um, EA, uh, you know, a, a very mixed, <laughs> uh, depending on who you ask, I, I would, I would assume, um, EA, they revealed a new studio, uh, cliffhanger games. And they also revealed that the studio, this studio will be working on a Black Panther game. Also not to be confused with the the black Panther, uh, Captain America. I think some other miscellaneous character game. That's it. That's a separate game made by somebody else. Uh, this is a legit or, or is it propped up to be a legit, um, original black Panther game solely just black Panther, uh, as far as we know for now. So, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, third person, single player, um, seems to be the, the goal, uh, quote, we want our game to enable players to feel what it's like to be worthy of the black Panther mantle in unique story driven ways. And we want cliffhanger games to empower everyone on our team as we collaborate to bring this amazing world to life. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Uh, sign me up, sign me up. Hey, I'm all, I'm all for black Panther. Hey, I mean, you know, kind of got a taste of it with uh Marvel's Avengers where you got that black Panther DLC. It was okay. It wasn't the best, but it was cool to kind of play as black T'Challa, uh, AKA black Panther and kind of, you know, at least get a kind of a vibe to kind of feel of what a black Panther game would look like technically. Um, but yeah, so I'm definitely for it. Can't wait to see the gameplay and all that stuff. Um, but yes, I'm definitely, definitely on my radar. That's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, moving on. Last of Us Part Two, apparently. Um, a remake was leaked by the composer of of the game. I believe it was during a interview. 
uh, within a podcast. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the series composer, <laughs> composer of Last of Us, in an interview. Yeah, he uh, mentioned in in the interview that uh, basically, if um, yeah, it's a some seemingly some Spanish podcast where he was asked about it and uh he said something along the lines of like oh yeah I'm in the I'm in the remake uh where you know um actually you can get me to play different songs like he's I guess supposedly an interactable like new addition to the game where he's just playing music and you can come up to him apparently and request to play um various songs of his uh supposedly so yeah, he uh slipped up basically about him being a cameo. Um so I guess technically did it technically didn't confirm if it was like a, a spin-off or a third game, but it seems kinda likely I would I would put my bets on Last of Us Part Two remastered or something like that. Is my guess. Uh for it to be in three, I don't know. I don't think Hypothetically, if if the, if it was three, I don't think they would have been this far along in development for that to be possible. So that's what's making me doubt that it's three. So my guess is it's likely. I guess it technically could be factions, but um, it seems very much like a like a remaster of part two. Is my guess. I mean, they already did one which has not been technically that old necessarily. Um, I guess it's almost coming on 10 years, but still, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you consider too old or too early to remaster or remake a game. I, yeah, I would, I would doubt a remake. I would lean more towards remaster because, you know, obviously how can you remake last was part two, a game that came out in 2020. Uh, pretty sure. Um, that just would be very odd. Um, but nonetheless, there you have it. Yeah, man. These leaks is leaks is coming out. I tell you, goodness gracious. Oops. All leaks. Moving on. Uh, something very important as somebody who, um, really is all for physical media. Um, obviously, especially, uh, physical games, um, from the video game history foundation, um, an alarming 87% of classic video games released in the U S are unavailable. That is crazy. That is crazy. Apparently, be any game, any game created or, you know, for sale, um, before 2010 is basically only 10, roughly 10%, uh, is available. And that is crazy to think about, especially, well, most importantly from a game preservation standpoint, 
Cause I think that's the biggest, most important thing. Cause like, you know, a lot of classic games that, you know, you'd want to refer to want to catch up on that hasn't been ported as of yet. Um, you, that's the only way to play it. And the fact that you can't is, uh, yeah, that's it's something about that. That's, um, it's crazy. And you know, when you compare video games to like movies, like a lot of old classic movies have either been, you know, remade at, at the very least, uh, with generally like the DVD or, uh, even higher than that Blu-ray. And now we got 4k, um, uh, I forgot the terminology 4k DVD, 4k, 4k UHD or something like that. So it's, 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 it's very interesting that, you know, obviously they're making a effort at least for the respective companies. And, you know, obviously there's been like, um, a fair amount of collections and stuff like that come in lately, but still, no, oh man, that's, that's messed up. That's messed up. And it's, it's people wonder why, you know, um, certain people, you know, get games by unofficial means because <laughs> there isn't a way to legitimately get it to begin with. So what are you going to do? I don't know. That's just, just something I think is very important to kind of bring awareness to because man, what are we going to do? You know, this is good to have our games preserved, you know, we gotta preserve the games, you know, physical forever or forever physical. I digress. Next topic. Uh, Microsoft wins the case against the FTC. Um, so man, big disclaimer as somebody who's not very much legally, legally, uh, versed, if you will try to explain this as, 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 as much as I understand of it, but apparently the FTC, which is basically the whole, um, tech technical regulation in terms of like any media, um, digital media, uh, related stuff to my understanding, um, or federal trade commission, um, to be, you know, specific, uh, basically put a stop or halt to Microsoft, uh, plan to, uh, merge with, um, Activision blizzard. Uh, so basically they did this by, you know, raising concerns in terms of, uh, specifically cloud, uh, cloud gaming. And, uh, I think they were, uh, making some points. I think the other big point was call of duty specifically, which that has kind of already been, uh, resolved in that, that regard. Um, so pretty much the judge, um, dismissed, uh, the, the, um, appeal that they presented. And I think they tried to appeal again in the court, <laughs> the judges instantly did it yet again. So it seems pretty much that they don't, Microsoft doesn't have to worry about the FTC at this point. Um, since the deadline is technically a few days ago, Ju- July 18th, but I think they are setting up something for an extension to get the deal going because of 
all the pushbacks there. Um, so I think the only big potential hurdle, um, is the CMA, which is the, um, I believe in the U the UK's version of the FTC to, to, uh, to some, some extent, um, in terms of their gripe with cloud streaming specifically. So I think once that gets squared away, then it seems like this deal is pretty much done. Uh, from what I, what I understand again, obviously, you know, law and stuff, there's a lot of other, I assume other wheels, you know, being spun, but that's at least my rough understanding of it. So yeah, yeah, law, legal stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of that. Uh, in regards to the call of duty, uh, shenanigans, if you will. Um, it seems like PlayStation and Xbox did come to a agreement and actually, um, agreed on, on a 10 year deal, um, in regards to promising, uh, for Microsoft who will own Activision Blizzard to keep bringing their games to PlayStation um, the call of duty game specifically. Um, so at least guaranteed call of duty, which, you know, I think from last episode was apparently very lucrative for PlayStation, at least will be, um, guaranteed to still continue to be on their platforms at least for 10, 10 other years. Um, after that, who knows, but I mean, I'd still assume most likely they, they still will want to, you know, keep on getting, getting that money. Cause I mean, still they're technically benefiting from PlayStation and in, in that extent. So that would, it would make sense regardless. That would just be odd to just not have, um, call of duty on PlayStation anymore because of this. Um, it would make more sense for them to, you know, keep it on their platform to, uh, yeah, get that money, get that money. So that's cool. Everybody's happy for the most part. I think things are being pro- progressed. So, um, Hey man, sooner, sooner or later get, uh, I'm more excited as somebody who has game pass to get like, you know, call of duty games on it. Game pass. That's obviously mergers can be very, uh, but you know, at least my, my ulterior motives was like, Hey, I can't wait to get, get these on game pass, you know? But I digress. I digress. Moving on. Um. Well, oddly enough, in in line with the uh, the the seemingly higher likelihood of this uh, Activision Blizzard deal with uh, Microsoft going through. Oddly enough, weirdly enough, um, Activision is, uh, unexpectedly fixed the matchmaking for some of the old call of duty games on 360. Um, so at least previously to my understanding as somebody who dabbled in the games when they were backwards compatible on uh, Xbox one and stuff. Um, 
the matchmaking was a little was odd. It felt like, like you could, in my experience, you could get into games, um, but it took a very long time to get into games, and even then, um, it just didn't feel like there were many players. But I guess in general, that that apparently was the issue. I think it also was somehow tied to if you're playing um, the game backwards compatibly on uh, Xbox one or series consoles, it, 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 I, I can only assume like maybe put you in a separate kind of group than people who are legitimately, well, not legitimately, but like literally playing the game on original 360 hardware uh, where I think there was some weird, discrepancy between that that was causing issues is at least my guess but it didn't seem like activision really cared about it uh but nonetheless uh now after (laughs) oddly after the good news it seems like um it seems like the matchmaking has been fixed so uh, a lot of people were getting into games um and uh, uh things of that sort um so that's cool uh, including, uh, the original call it, well, technically not the original, but you know what I mean? Uh, call of duty Four, modern warfare, uh, modern warfare two, um, black ops, black ops one and two, uh, modern warfare three, or at least the main, like kind of group of a uh, classic 360 games. And I think a lot of people include myself, you know, was kind of, a. Uh, kind of the golden age of call of duty. It felt like to me, um, in a lot of ways, um, probably the, the one odd thing is that at least I'm not sure what games are all, what all games are affected, but at least specifically modern warfare two just seems to be the most troubled in terms of just the game now being infested with hackers and going to lobbies and it's just full of hackers and stuff like that. Um, which is unfortunate think um otherwise yeah man i would have loved to go back but that that kind of soured my my taste of uh you know experiencing the, the at least that one but i might i think probably this weekend i'll probably um you know go down go down memory lane if you will and uh you know get some good play time in some of these classic games unless uh modern warfare 2 2023 uh, is, uh, doing double XP. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, apparently all of the games, um, um, are fixed and you can actually match make and it, uh, you know, showing the people online, which is actually another aspect of it is that, um, apparently like a, a crazy number of people, um, were playing, uh, uh, over this past weekend after hearing the news. Um, I think it was more, I think it was more than like halo infinite, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, let me look it up. Uh, call of duty. Uh, 
was a Call of Duty game. See, increase uh, player base. Yeah, huge increase after the player base, um, after matchmaking was fixed. But I don't really give a number. I want to know the number. I want to know the number. Yeah, so after the fix was deployed, uh... Black Ops 2 reportedly attracted over 10,000 simultaneous players on Sunday, while Modern Warfare uh, 3 drew over 7,000. Damn. That's pretty dope. That's a pretty dope. Yeah, I forgot about the, even the other, uh, like, Call of Duty Ghosts. I think that was the first one. No, I think it was like Advanced Warfare was the first one. No, it was Ghost and then Advanced Warfare. Um, yeah, I'm tempted. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Yeah, I'm absolutely gonna take take a stroll down uh, Call of Duty member lane. Yeah, definitely. Now, I was tempted to get like the digital versions because of this, but I'm like eventually we're going to get all these games on game pass at some point. So I'm like, I'll just, I got the physical copy. So I'm just going to play those shouts out to physical media again. Um, so love that, love that, love it. Love it so much. That's so great. It's so great. Damn. I love that. Love. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I look forward to it. I look forward to it so much. Um, keeping a line and keeping a train, call it a train going. Choo choo. Um, got some news in regards to, uh, Activision, um, well, more so modern warfare, whatever the continuation of modern warfare or this year's modern call of duty game. So at least they Activision confirmed that this year's call of duty, modern warfare will be a continuation of last year's game. Um, it was originally planned as a premium expansion, uh, before morphing into a full title. So at least, uh, at least the rumors were before was that it was going to be like a big, a big, huge expansion to the pre-existing modern warfare two, um, that would add all the classic maps from, from the original modern warfare Two, two 2009 and, uh, probably some other miscellaneous stuff I'd assume, but at least that being the biggest kind of, um, uh, you know, selling point. But now it seems like it's going to be its own game, which apparently is going to be modern warfare three. So, um, uh, another aspect they did confirm is that operators, modern warfare two operators, weapons and bundles will also carry forward into, uh, call of duty 2023. Um, I guess they never 
we technically don't have the name confirmed yet, but, um, yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like speaking on that, it's kind of weird that, uh, this has been very odd for Activision in terms of them. I think they normally would have announced this year's call of duty by now, but you know, I think with all the deliberation and, um, trying to decide, uh, I think that probably added to it, but at least I think, uh, it seems like we're going to get an announcement after season four ends of call of duty, modern Modern warfare two. So that'll be interesting. Very curious to see what, what is this, what this is going to be. Um, I guess a couple other details were some rumor features from, uh, of course, Charlie Intel on Twitter. Uh, rumor features red dots on mini map. So, um, I guess it doesn't really work like, uh, well, I guess it's more buggy than ever, at least especially currently, but, uh, perks are gear categories. Cause I, I think I believe like you're there's like gloves and then there's like boots and then there's like, uh, something like that, but they are basically just code for your perks, I think. Um, or basically just their way of kind of calling <laughs> perks, not perks or something like that. Ninja returns, of course, um, hearing them, them making them footsteps quiet, quiet as hell. Um, I'm with it. Uh, reload canceling returns, please. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that is probably one of my, the most annoying things. Uh, subconsciously that I think of about this game. They're like, literally I I'm so used to, you know, obviously so many call of duties previously before this have like, you know, the muscle memory of reload canceling. And now you, it's been so many times I've been killed and I like literally reload. But like when I go back and try to reload, it continues the animation and then I'm generally dead after that. So uh, war mode returns. I think this is a feature from, uh, call of duty world war two, which it, it felt like kind of, um, I, I believe it was something similar to like kill zones. I forgot what the mode was, but basically the premise is that you play a game and then you get, um, miscellaneous random objectives, multiple miscellaneous random objectives within a single game. So you play, I think like you can technically play like a team death match to a certain point and whoever wins gets points for that. Uh, you know, getting the most, um, getting the max kills and that, I think it's like 15 or some lower number. And then there's like, you know, uh, domination and, you know, uh, but shorter. So basically it's kind of like getting a mix of all type of the game, all, all type of the game modes in a single mode, which I think is pretty dope. I think, I'm surprised not many, um, not many, uh, people actually implement a mode like that anymore. Like again, reminds me of a uh, grand theft auto in a, to an extent in terms of being able to do multiple objectives in a single game, which I think is pretty cool. Kind of gives and makes, it gives a, a feeling of dynamism, which I think is, is, a uh, you know, um, an aspect is not really implemented in games anymore, which I hope you know, this does uh, outbreak zombies mode apparently. So there you go. Um, yeah, 
Oh yeah, this this definitely is making me more excited. I'm I'm definitely I'm more excited now. Dare I say? <laughs> Dare I say? Now I'm motivated. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna kill me every time, man. Um, yeah. So there you go. Call of Duty. That duty. I'm sorry. I'm. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a sucker for that game for, I don't know how long it's just, I, I just can't, I just, I can't quit it. I just can't quit it. I really can't. Uh, with that being said, that concludes all the news for this episode. Let's get into what I've been playing. Shall we? Which has been. Streets, I was going to say something else. Street Fighter 6. Street Fighter 6. Um, actually got back to playing a little bit of it. I was getting my butt whooped. I was like, you know what? I got to I got to get stronger. So um, I think I've decided my my uh, main, uh, at least for the time being, which uh, is Zangief. Um, yeah, I don't know something about him in this this game. It just really made me like him a lot. And, you know, after playing him and, you know, really getting a feel for him, I'm really digging him. I'm really digging the geef. Uh classic control, by the way. I know uh there is some good some good tech, some good uh abilities if you play him modern, but no, no, nobody. I want it I want it hard and tough. I want it hard and rough. Um yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so I'm, I'm going with Zangief. I am, uh, I think I'm, I think I reached silver. Um, maybe, um, or is it bronze? I forgot how the tiering system works. I think it's fuck. I forgot. What is the ranking system? Let me see. Three fighter six ranking. system. Let us see. Uh, yeah, I think I'm silver. I think I got out of bronze or no, there's iron. Okay. Uh, maybe I think I'm, I think I'm max. I think I'm at least maybe I, I'm either five star iron or like silver one or two, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it's been very fun. Um, I like street fighter six in terms of, uh, it's definitely felt very approachable as somebody who's generally, uh, I don't, I can't even say that. Cause like I did compete, uh, street fighter five at Evo back in 2016, I think, um, they, they had my boy Alex in there. So I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me mess with it. Let me, let me see if I can, if I have what it takes. And I did, <laughs> I, uh, in fact did not have what it takes. <laughs> um, boy, I was practicing hard though, man. I was, I was, I was just laser focused. I was, uh, I, I was all deaf, damn on, damn near on the verge of getting carpal tunnel, uh, met playing with the, with my fight stick, 
playing so many matches and, and practicing and it, it just didn't, didn't, didn't turn out, but it's okay. Hey, um, can only get better. Right. So, um, at least yeah. now, um, yeah, the, the overall st- street fighter six feels very good to play. Uh, I think that's the, 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 the main important thing. Uh, the net code generally feels pretty good. Um, I've had some weirdness where I'm playing. I don't think they rage quit, but I think it is just the infrastructure of the, the game. It seems like where it just seems like randomly, like it, it seems to be kind of consistent at, at some points where the game will just disconnect me from the server for some strange reason. And then I have to connect back manually, which is annoying very annoying. And then, and then when it happens while I'm playing a ranked match is, is probably the most annoying, not too often enough, but at least fairly often to be pretty annoying. So I don't know. Um, other than that, I mean, it's been a fun experience. The, the, the games I've played have felt pretty good for the most part. I mean, out of, you know, outside of the regular disconnection and hitches and stuff. But, uh, other than that, it's been a very fun experience. Just been trying to learn, get better, obviously, <laughs> uh, from, I've done a lot of research and, you know, at least tier wise, apparently Zangief is the lowest. So, uh, at least for a lot of people, he's generally the lowest, but you know what? I'm sticking with him. I'm going to stand beside him. I'm going to stand beside him. Also like the cool underdog aspect of it too. Cause like, you know, you being able to get a player, get a, get, get a character that's generally perceived as a, the most difficult to like a very high ranking that, that I think that that feels even better than, you know, playing a generally regarded high tiered character or whatever. So I'm uh, looking forward to, you know, progressing that as I, as I, as I will. Um, other than that, man, it's been fun. I'm thoroughly enjoying join ranked and it's literally been my first foray into ranked. I just started a few weeks ago and, uh, you know, been doing my due diligence, been like, you know, researching, uh, watching my replays, watching, um, recommended replays, which I think is a very awesome feature. At least what it does is like, if you see yourself getting beat consistently by the same character, the game will actually show you matches uh, showing your character, uh, against the, the, that character that's been giving you a lot of difficulty. And that is pretty dope to kind of get some, kind of get some visual, like, you know, information on like, what are they doing differently than I am to actually overcome this player specifically, which has been very insightful. And, you know, even like higher tiered people than you as well, which again, also is very, uh, insightful to kind of get some knowledge and stuff on. So that is pretty dope. I mean, just all of that. I thought for the longest that there was some cool feature, maybe I'm mixing it up with another game potentially, but I thought it was some cool feature where let's say you get beat in a rank match or a local match or whatever. I thought there was some cool feature where you could, you could watch the replay and then also like practice the within the replay or something like you can see what they're doing. That's beating you and then literally set that up, 
um, like on the fly, like some button to like try, try to, how would you try to like beat the person, what they did here specifically kind of thing. I'm feel like I'm getting that mixed up with some other fighting game that maybe possibly did that, or maybe I'm just completely misremembering that, but I thought that was a cool feature that, um, Hey, potential idea if anybody thinks of that. I think it probably takes an insane amount of work to probably do, but for somebody like me, that would just like the ease of access and not having to try to figure out how to set up all these particular situations. I think that'd be dope, but Maybe that's wishful thinking. I don't know. But overall, thoroughly enjoying Street Fighter Six currently. Been having a good time. Even when I'm losing, I'm learning. You hear me? Even when I'm losing, I'm learning. Man, that should be a I feel like somebody's probably said that. Maybe I'm just just subconsciously got that from somebody that I don't know. But man, that is a yeah, put that on a shirt. Even when I'm losing, I'm learning. Even when I'm losing, I'm learning. <laughs> That'd be your death, death phrase. Ugh. Even when I'm losing, I'm learning. <laughs> you just get obliterated afterwards. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Oh, that'd be great. So somebody need to do that. Uh, who do I know? Maybe that already exists. I don't know. Um, man, good times. Good, good times. Uh, moving on. Also, uh, of course I played the game that is not uh dino crisis, but, uh, exo primal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So prime at home. I'm like, damn. Damn. <laughs> uh so yeah, Exo Primal. Ugh. Where do I start? As somebody who uh, you know, obviously loves Capcom, wants to give their games a fair shake. I will at least pre- preface this and I have a very big gripe with just how this game came to be is it just just the similarities to Dino Crisis just is so odd and bizarre to me when you know obviously fans of Dino Crisis include myself would rather have that but you release this instead. I mean, obviously not instead. I know Dino Crisis will eventually come at some point, hopefully. But you just release this instead, knowing people really want Dino Crisis. You got literally dinos and and, and being in the future kind of thing, and then which I guess technically may not be solely Dino Crisis. I know in the third one it kind of really did, but you also have a red haired 
uh, character in the game. It, it, it just, it just, oh, you have literally a red haired female character in the game. And it just, I don't know. It's like a part of it feels like it's, um, it's like being offensively, offensively cheeky in a way where it's like, huh? Yeah. You want, you do want dino crisis. Don't you, you see this red haired, this red haired female. No, that's not Regina. No, it's not. Nope. It's some other girl that has red hair in, uh, within a dino game. So don't even, don't you dare try to make that, make that correlation. You better not. Don't you dare do that. This is exoprimal, not dino crisis. Exoprimal, not dino crisis. <sighs> so that being said, I was like, all right, okay, let me at least, I'll try to give this game a try. See maybe if I might have some redeeming qualities, right? So, you know, I play the tutorial. Then I play what they, I think they call it dino survival or something like that where basically it's these set games where you can either play PVE or PVP. Um, I've j I pretty much just kept it PVP since you get more XP. At least the game says you get more XP if you play PVP instead of PVE. So I'm like, all right, let's we'll play PVP. So the premise of the game seems to be that you have like five, four to five objectives in the game where for the most part, it just seems like you go, okay, go to, go to point one at point one. Uh, oh no, there's dinosaurs. Oh no. Kill, kill all of the dinosaurs where you kill like, uh, an allotted number of the dinosaurs. So there's that. Um, and then it, then after you do that, then you go to the next area kill, kill more of these dinosaurs and maybe, Oh, there's pterodactyl. Get that. Get kill those too. All right. And you go to third one. All right. Oh no, more, more dinosaurs coming out, coming out to fit the purple thing. Get, get him and get the pterodactyls and Oh shit. It's a, it's a damn stegosaurus Rex. I don't, I don't know my dinosaurs. I'm, I'm probably butchering that, but, but anyway, so pretty much it was like pretty much that rinse and repeat. And then while you're doing this, um, after you complete each objective, it'll, the announcer will tell you like, uh, you're, you're behind, um, you're behind the opposing team. So basically it's telling you that the other team is going faster than you. Cause you're technically, it's kind of asynchronous, uh, in the, in the initial part of the game like a dark souls type thing where you can see the other opposing team, but you can't interact or like interfere with them. It's like you're in two separate instances, but you are aware of each other until it gets to the final point of the game. Uh, I forgot what they call it, but essentially it's the final objective where you then come into play with the other players. And like, I think the objective varies, but the one I've, seem to have gotten most was, uh, escort the objective to the end point. And I think while you're doing that, you have to destroy the other teams, um, 
objective basically but what's kind of messed up i felt like is that if the opposing team has gotten an advantage throughout the whole game um it feels to me like the game is kind of a steamrolls you afterward so it doesn't really feel like there's generally a way to make a comeback at least from what i experienced now that could just be because i'm a new player and these other all these other players have been playing for like 20 50 hours since the game came out a few days ago or whatever which is all right um but even if that is the case that's that feels like a pay pay time to win type thing which is kind of annoying in of itself you know at least give me um a means to you know actually stand for myself because like at least from what i saw seeing that some of the tree and the stuff i've earned at least for like i play like about two three hours it feels like it feels like the game um like you 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 get an advantage for playing the the, the game more essentially and not not a like fair type of advantage it feels kind of unbalanced because like let's say you how would i say this what what am i actually trying to say like let's say you um i don't know it's like you have to like let's say i play 10 hours or whatever you you get various attributes that literally makes it better and gives you an advantage in the versus mode. So you get like stuff like more health, um, more max health, uh, more damage and things like that, which I think just in turn technically makes you steamroll like, uh, against new players that don't have any of those properties to their character. So at least on the surface, that seems kind of broken and unfair. And, you know, definitely straddling that line between pay to pay, pay time to win what it feels like. And like, you know, like compared to a game like call of duty where, you know, obviously there isn't some advantages to playing the game more where you rank up in classes and stuff and get certain, um, equipment and stuff like that. But it feels fair. It feels like, okay, this is something that I can't get that, you know, I, I get if I play the game more, but it isn't game breaking or like totally broken. I can still fend for myself and stand a chance. But in this, you don't really get that. It just feels like you make yourself stronger, get better health and more health, but there isn't a balance specifically when, when it comes to PVP, which I think that's the biggest issue I have gripe I have with it. And then, yeah, like if you get, you're getting steamrolled, they have the advantage and they basically, it, it works to where they get to just sit at this point, um, where they get way more protection than the opposing team. And it's very much set up to where they, again, get a huge advantage because they, you know, were faster than us and get, got to the end objective and are defended against you. And it's like, well, okay. And then they literally have cover. They can, we're trying to get to them, but they have cover. They could shoot at our stuff. And it, it, it just feels very, uh, one-sided 
like w- right w- pretty much when they get the advantage, it feels very one-sided and hard to overcome that to a uh, very much an unbalanced point. So that in of itself, I think could use work. So I don't know, maybe at some point I might give it another shot. Uh, Cause <laughs> that was another aspect of the game. Apparently um, <laughs> that w- w- which makes sense for a lot of people, including myself to drop out because they said, Hey, uh, wait, um, Hey, what are you doing? No. Um, you, Hey guys. Um, um, so, uh, you know, if you play the game more, actually the game drops more stuff, more enemies and new enemy types for you to play, but you just gotta keep playing, just keep playing the same levels again. And you unlock a new tier of enemies that come down and, and you can fight. You know, and I was like, if you have to explain that, that that's I think that's a problem, you know, so I don't know. That's that's a uh, that's a gripe. I definitely have when it comes to that. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe at some point when I'm um, I don't know. I'm in the mood, I guess. I don't know. In a, in, in a positive mood or whatever. But um, there you go. That is my experience with Exo Primal. Um, moving on. Final Fantasy 16. Um, man, it feels like I've been <laughs> putting a lot of time in it, but uh, at, at the same time, I'm not. I don't think. Knowing, I think what I think the I looked up how long the beat is like. I think with, if you do side quests as well, it's like 70 hours. I think if you don't, maybe it's like 40. So I feel like I've put maybe at least going by my PlayStation, PlayStation clock, like maybe 45, but I feel like that might be a little bit off, but nonetheless, um, very much so making some progress. Um, boy, man, the, the, the whole, uh, I'll just say the Dion kind of storyline I thought was really dope. It's probably my favorite part of the game so far. Um, just how everything played out. Oh, this is pretty good. It's very heavy, heavy anime vibes for sure, <laughs> which I'm not mad at. As somebody who enjoys the anime, I'm all for it. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's not much I could say uh, else about it um, without spoiling. Um, I'll say one of the, the um, what is it? The icons you get. Uh, I've been very much enjoying. I like a lot of the attributes to it. Um, and then, you know, looking up some videos to research, like wh- how, what, what is some other combos that maybe I'm just not doing to kind of get some more fulfillment out of the combat, which I think was the gripe I brought up last time that the combat felt a little too, uh, I guess strict may be the best way to describe it. Um, but also I did find changing the controls helped a little bit more as well. Um, or things, I don't know, kind of, kind of gelled together a little bit more. I think I'm rocking, um, C the C style or, controller C, whatever they call it. Um, and that seems to be working so far. Still a little bit of a, you know, um, muscle memory to, to re up reprogram or whatever, but I'm, I'm digging it so far, but yeah, overall 
I'm really liking Final Fantasy 16. I feel it does have some weird pacing issues, but um, outside of that, I mean, when the, the highs are high, but when the low, the lows are, uh, the, the mids are mid. I'll say that the highs are high, but the mids are mid, <laughs> which is funny. They got a character in the game called mid. And I think somebody, somebody grabbed a, a, a took a meme from it where he's like, he just says mid, <laughs> which I know that's going to be used at some point. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much been it. Um, yeah, I've not really been playing much outside of that. So with all that being said, get into what I've been, uh, been playing, which has been, or not playing my bad watching, which has been a hidden invasion. Um, I think what it's probably been a couple episodes since I talked about last time. I'm actually, I'm enjoying it a, a, a very, a very good amount. Um, I'm digging it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the whole, like, who's, who's a scroll who isn't. I'm really digging the whole kind of play. Um, Samuel Jackson is doing, you know, Hey, Samuel Jackson goes Samuel Jackson. I'll tell you that. Um, Gravit, <laughs> he's just a, he's, he's a dude you love to hate. I don't like him. And you know, um, he, he looked like, <laughs> he, he looks like, he looks like Drake's, he, look, <laughs> he looks like Drake's third cousin that, uh, that nobody wanted to play with. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I can't, I can't get that out of my head now. Now I'm thinking about it, but nonetheless, yeah, he, he's done a pretty good job of, uh, the character graphic. Um, yeah, shit's popping off, man. Uh, the finale, I think, is next week. So here's to see what happens. Uh, again, I'm I'm avoiding avoiding spoilers for now. Um, but man, I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Um, I've heard some uh some issues people have been having with the show. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm I'm enjoying it personally, and I'm I'm just just digging all the characters and. Uh, the Lord, you know, the implementation of the scrolls, who, who is a scroll, who isn't a scroll. I think that's that in of itself has been very fascinating for me. Who's obviously I've not had any experience with the comics and stuff like that, but you know, I've kind of got some history in terms of, you know, looking at recap videos and stuff like that. So I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm into it. Um, other than that, that's really pretty much been it for me. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I think that will conclude episode 178 of switches sites. Um, if you did like the show, feel free to like rate and subscribe and carry various podcasts and platforms and catch me record this live on twitch TV slash Saints, which you can also catch the archive of this on youtube.com slash switch. And uh, yeah, until next time, y'all, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck.
nobody's safe. 